Welcome in to your Friday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your weather command forecast for the rest of your Friday, partly cloudy, high 75 to 80. East winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Tonight, breezy and partly cloudy, 40% chance of rain showers. Lows 55 to 60. East winds 15 to 25 miles an hour. Saturday, mostly cloudy, slight chance of rain showers in the morning. Then chance of rain showers and slight chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon. Some thunderstorms may be severe. Highs around 80. South winds 5 to 15 miles an hour, shifting to the northwest in the afternoon. 50-50 chance of precipitation. Saturday night, rain showers and slight chance of thunderstorms in the evening. Then rain showers likely after midnight. Lows around 50. Northwest winds 10 to 15 miles an hour. Near 100% chance of precipitation. Sunday, cooler. Mostly cloudy with a 50-50 chance of rain showers. High 65 to 70. West winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Sunday night, mostly cloudy. 50-50 chance of rain showers. Lows around 45. Monday, rain showers likely and slight chance of thunderstorms. Highs 55 to 60. 70% chance of precipitation. Haver Public Schools has overcome a lot this year with COVID-19, and Superintendent Andy Carlson discussed with new media broadcasters how they faced it head-on and rose to the occasion. Carlson said adapting to the changes was like building a ship at the bottom of the ocean, but one of the hardest parts was ending the school year without any closure for families, students, and faculty. The hard part is there just isn't a closure. Normally there's a time where we can go, okay, we are going to wrap up this year and, you know, we're going to learn from this year and we get to recharge and re-energize. Yeah, you know, we lost that. And that's been difficult, I think, for a lot of people. As HPS looks to next term, Carlson said he wants to have students in classrooms, but everything is still uncertain. It's anyone's guess right now. I sure hope on some level, though, we're able to have students in our buildings. Our halls need to be noisy again. You know, everything that you love about school and education, it just seems so hollow without our staffs and our students there. Moving forward, HPS will be taking guidelines from state organizations and will be actively working towards implementing all safety protocols properly next term. Governor Steve Bullock held a press call on Thursday and gave a COVID-19 testing update and announced more CARES Act funding will be available to businesses. Bullock said because of the demand of applicants for grants, they decided to add more funds to help those afflicted by COVID-19. We've decided to add an additional $25 million, bringing the total funding available to $75 million. These dollars will ensure that even more Montana-based small businesses with 50 or fewer employees are able to keep their businesses running and indeed moving forward. Bullock then commented on the current COVID-19 testing numbers in Montana. Bullock said through testing events in Indian Country, they have tested a total of 5,300 individuals. Bullock did say as a result of more testing, it is inevitable that we will find more positive cases in Montana. But he said this is a necessary and positive step forward that will help Montana reach its 60,000 tests per month target. For more information on grants and testing, visit covid19.mt.gov. The Haver Chamber of Commerce Agribusiness Committee is sponsoring two Ag Awards, the Outstanding Agricultural Leader and Outstanding Agricultural Advocate Awards. These awards celebrate the contributions made by producers in our rural communities who have contributed to the strength and vitality of agriculture. People are asked to submit their nomination by June 19th, so the selection committee may review the nominations. These awards will be presented during the upcoming 2020 Virtual NARC Field Day. Nominations can be submitted to the Haver Chamber at 135th Avenue. Avenue, Haver, Montana. Those with questions can contact the chamber at 265-4383 or email chamberdesk at haverchamber.com.
The Montana Department of Public Health and Human Services has extended the Phase 2 11.30 p.m. closure time for bars, distilleries, breweries, and restaurants. Starting today, these establishments will now be able to operate until 12.30 a.m. Along with these establishments, poker rooms will also be allowed to operate starting today. Poker staff will be required to wear masks, verbalize bets, and be the sole handlers of all chips. For businesses entering Phase 2, all preventative protocols must be kept, including hand sanitation, limited mingling, staying six feet apart and not exceeding 75% capacity. For a list of COVID-19 safety measures, visit covid19.mt.gov. Turning to state news, conservation groups are asking a Montana court to block a long-disputed copper mine that they say would pollute a tributary of one of the state's most popular recreational rivers. Montana Trout Unlimited and other groups filed a lawsuit Thursday, alleging state officials did not thoroughly study the environmental harm that could result from the Black Butte copper mine in central Montana. The Montana Department of Environmental Protection and Tintina, Montana, resources were named as defendants in the complaint filed in state district court in Mar County. State officials say the mine would have to by some of the most stringent conditions ever issued for a hard rock mine in Montana. Cascade County officials say a Montana man drowned after being swept down Belt Creek near Sluice Boxes State Park. Sheriff Jesse Slaughter says 20-year-old Dustin Quintanilla of Great Falls was with friends who were swimming across the creek on Wednesday with plans to jump off cliffs into the water. However, Quintanilla was swept away and went underwater. His friends found him about 250 yards downstream, but efforts to revive him were unsuccessful. Investigators determined Quintanilla died of accidental drowning. A federal judge has sentenced a man to 18 months in prison for the drunk driving death of one of his passengers in a car crash in Glacier National Park. Prosecutors say 20-year-old Leo James Hagen was convicted of involuntary manslaughter and assault resulting in serious bodily injury for the June 2019 crash that killed 41-year-old Paul Cadott. Authorities say Hagen was driving with two passengers after a night of drinking before losing control of the vehicle. Kadat died at the scene, and the surviving passenger sustained serious injuries. U.S. District Court Judge Brian Morris also sentenced Hagen to three years of supervised release. Applications for unemployment benefits in Montana have declined as the state continued to lift closures designed to prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Federal officials say 2,874 people in Montana filed a new application for job assistance last week. That's a decrease of nearly 25% from a week earlier, but it's 280% higher than the same week last year. Nearly 24% of the state's workforce has been unemployed at some point since March 14th. Two weeks ago, just over 47,000 people were receiving unemployment benefits. Montana wildlife officials have euthanized a grizzly bear that returned to a residential area in northwestern Montana, searching for food just weeks after being relocated away from homes. Fish, Wildlife, and Parks received multiple reports that the 235-pound male grizzly bear was eating from bird feeders, eating garbage, and grazing on residential lawns southeast of Eureka. The bear was caught on May 25th. It had been one of three bears captured near Big Fork on May 7th for getting into residential food attractants. It was then relocated to a remote forest near the Canadian border. Turning to regional news, federal officials say a northern Idaho county has a drug trafficking problem and is being included in a regional network that will help with a crackdown. The director of the Office of National Drug Control Policy on Thursday designated Kootenai County as part of the Idaho-Oregon high-intensity drug trafficking area. Authorities say drug traffickers transporting marijuana, methamphetamine, heroin, and other drugs use Interstate 90 and U.S. Route 95 to transport drugs. Idaho State Police say the area has had the most illegal drug seizures in Idaho in recent years. Years. And now, taking a look at your wheat prices for today. 
Daily prices per bushel for Hill County winter wheat is $4.20, spring wheat is $4.77. For Blaine County winter wheat is $4.10, spring wheat is $4.72. For Liberty County winter wheat is $4.25, spring wheat is $4.77. For Shoto County winter wheat is $4.20, spring wheat is $4.77. And for Phillips County winter wheat is $4.05, spring wheat is $4.67. And that does it for your Friday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember that seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Friday, stay safe out on the roads, and make sure to do your part to help flatten the curve.